Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast series from Line. It's called Field Moves. We will be talking about uh, the commodity business and uh, agri business. Uh, I believe this is one of the first podcasts in the country on the subject. Uh, my name is T R Vivek, and I have with me Subramani Ra Mankumb, and we call him uh, M R S. Shortened it. Uh, how are you, M R S? I'm fine, thank you. I believe uh, uh, Mankumb is is a village in Kerala. Yeah, it's uh, 30 kilometers from Alappuzha. Uh, it's also the place from where Dr. M S Swaminathan hails from. That's fantastic. So there is an agri connection right there. You know, the father of India's green revolution. Uh, listeners, we are going to be starting off this podcast. with a rather interesting subject you know and it's a little odd as well uh, we start uh, uh, with talking about castor oil you yes. attended uh, a castor oil conference i believe webinar a, a, a webinar of castor oil producers uh, no the castor oil global castor oil industry global castor oil industry castor oil uh, you know if you are tamil you know you yeah. know that it's called velakan You know, and uh, it, it's a, it's an interesting term. If you want to uh, sort of scold someone or you know uh, uh, berate someone, you you call him enada velakan. Somebody a dullard, dullard, very yeah. dull. Perhaps because of its viscosity, it's a very thick oil, right? Yes. Is it perhaps because of that? Yeah, but there are other aspects to it. Very positive aspects to it. Uh, With regard to India, because India is the largest. Yeah, we'll come. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll come to that. Um, so, so I thought you know we should start off with an oddball like castor oil. You know, commodities is a huge basket. You know, probably co- consisting of about what seventy uh, agri and non-agri uh, products. Yeah. Why is castor oil important to India, and uh, why is India important to castor oil? Yeah, that's a good question. Number one is India is the number one producer of castor seed as well as castor oil. India dominates uh, the global castor oil market. India makes up about ninety-five percent of the total global oil uh, castor oil exports, and uh, China is one of our biggest buyers. That would mean India produces about ninety percent of world's castor oil. Over ninety-two percent of world's castor seed. Okay, crushing and all. We we make up ninety-five percent of the global exports market. and our next competitor which is brazil is hard, makes up hardly 2% of the total exports china yeah. is the third one and you know um, i i'd like to just add here for the listeners that you know castor oil is a very very popular non edible oil with uh, significant industrial and you know, medicinal uh, uh, usage uh, subramani will talk more about that and explain uh, exactly where it is used but it's it, it's it's a very unique kind of oil in the in the in the chemical industry it exhibits uh, you know rather unusual chemical properties because it contains uh, something called uh, ricinoleic acid you know and it ricinoleic acid forms about 87 to 90% of uh, the castor oil and that makes uh, it very interesting in many many applications it is also touted as a potential alternative to petroleum based products and you know uh, a lot of uh, bio uh, it has biofuel capabilities as well uh, so imaras you are telling me about where where it is used and india's importance in the yeah. scheme of things for See, uh, india's usage of castor oil dates back to ages because uh, if you remember before all this chemical laxatives came you know when you had problems uh constipation and other problems doc- doctors have been prescribing you some medicine or others but uh, this is something that has been 
found by a forefather it's part of every kitchen i suppose yeah it's part of every kitchen so uh, you know i remember i remember somebody saying that their grandmother used to give them castor oil and the old tamil bigidan i'm talk- not talking about the present uh, bigidan but the bigidan of your has even uh, a cartoon which uh, shows about grandma feeding a guy with a half a teaspoon of castor oil now uh, one glass of water a teaspoon of castor oil and a bit of lime that will be enough to uh, relieve you if you have any problems in the morning it's, it's a, uh, india has been using it for years this is a very good laxative but that apart it is used for uh, is used in the cosmetic and the personal healthcare systems like if you have some problem with the skin or if you want pain to be relieved castor oil has been a very good uh, component in the medicine what it has it has analgesic properties yes. anti inflammatory and uh, anti inflammatory and other things and uh, what happens is the resinolic acid which, uh, which is in the castor oil it makes up 90% of the castor oil and it's a natural moisturizer mm-hmm. so almost all almost all the cosmetics have this so any 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 brand of moisturizer or cosmetic you buy would have would have castor oil and which is why it is so much uh, that's the would that be the primary industrial use for castor exactly oil? yes that's a primary industry and uh, how how much castor does india produce india india's uh, production has been vacillating uh, right now uh, last year we had a record production of 19.6 uh, 6 lakh tons this year it was expected to be lower but uh, because of good monsoon and good moisture uh, soil moisture plus very conducive weather so that resulted in uh, project uh, crop being projected at over 19 lakh tons this year uh, castor seed yield per hectare is 2303 kilos uh, against 1977 last year this is because of the tremendous work that uh, research scientists and under solvent extractors have been doing so that way we are seeing a good increase in the yield per hectare we are producing anything above 15 lakh tons annually it depends on the prices that farmers get say suppose this 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 year if they get good prices then you expect them to uh, cultivate more next year how how big is the castor economy uh, say how much uh, would india be would india's exports be worth or even our domestic market how large would that be our exports are over uh, nearly 6000 crore or i would term it as over 5000 500 crore every every year nearly a billion dollars a little less yeah. a little less than a billion dollars mm-hmm. and the industry is huge so uh, see uh, it would run into billions of dollars so mm-hmm. that is uh, difficult to you know term it because we don't know what are the other industries using and we don't have a correct picture of the medicinal use of castor oil dollars potentially also you know if you add its uh, uh, the, the potential of uh, its use as biofuel exactly but that is really not caught up actually if you remember about 10 years ago they started with the jatropha mm-hmm. which was to be used as biodiesel but it hasn't really caught uh, caught up it has not caught the fancy of the people uh, but the i potential think exists uh, there is there is a very good potential a lot more research where, yeah but probably i think uh, over the period of time uh, each government has got its own priority probably this government is giving more uh, thrust to uh, you know non conventional sources or what you call as sources which uh, which can be always you can always rely on like non like fossil fuels 
So probably this government will uh, expect them to soon concentrate on this. Iman, is what makes India uh, unique geography where Castor thrives? Why why have we become the headquarters of Castor production in India? And, and where does it grow? What kind of climate does it need to grow? No, there is no hard and fast rules for the climate. But usually, what is happening is we find it on the what you call the northwestern parts of India, like Gujarat, Rajasthan. They are the main uh, contributors. And again, you have states like Telangana and. Uh, Andhra Pradesh. Does it generally thrive in arid regions? Yes, exactly. Uh, castor oil can uh, thrive in arid and drought conditions, so it doesn't need much of water. Uh, so it's, it's a it's a wonderful crop that way because you need not uh, really depend on irrigation. MRS had written a very detailed story a week ago on the uh, price fluctuations in castor oil, and uh, it, it it resulted perhaps uh, after your attending the global conference. What's been happening with the price? Since uh, August and September, what has happened is the, uh, the globally almost oil, uh, edible oil prices, including castor oil, uh, they have been witnessing a huge uh, significant rise. Particularly since the new year, what's happening is uh, edible oils like soybean, palm oil, they have increased. Mm-hmm. But we are not seeing a corresponding, uh, corresponding increase in castor oil. Mm-hmm. That is one of the reasons why uh, it, it is a topic right now. People are seeing why castor oil is not increasing. Because if it is not going to increase, then the farmers next year could miss out the crop. That is the crux of what we were, uh, what we had highlighted, saying that castor farmers could shift to other crops. There are always alternatives crop for them. They can go to cotton or they can go to pulses or they can go to uh, coarse cereals. Coarse cereals don't need much water like castor oil. So there is that threat. And, uh, this year, uh, last year they have had a higher price. This year they are, have a higher crop. Not last year, 2019 they got a very good price. That is why we had a higher crop last year. Isn't it cyclical? If it's cyclical, uh, it price alternates. prices go up and a lot of farmers get into it and then there is a supply glut and then the prices crash? It follows the usual commodity cycle of uh, you know prices going up when there's a shortage and prices uh, dropping when there's supplies. Last year was one of good supply, so prices haven't really gone up. Uh, if prices are going to remain at this level, then we are going to have problems because farmers are expecting uh, higher prices. If they are not going to get higher prices, uh, then definitely they will be shifting to other crops. Uh, you know, uh, I remember reading a quote in your story uh, by the editor of a German uh, yeah. agricultural magazine, I suppose. Um, and he said that the rise in prices of edible oil has made castor lose its competitive edge. Yeah. And this affects India in a big way, you know, particularly because it's uh, it's a major importer of edible oil and the largest, largest yeah. exporter of castor oil. Yeah. Could you explain what he's trying to say that, you know, that castor is losing its competitive edge? See, like uh, one example uh, is, you know, like last year during the same time, I'll put it in the Indian rupees uh, mm. uh, firm that Castor oil for exports was costing around 84,000 rupees. Now the prices are around 95,000 rupees. So uh, basically a rise of less than 10,000 rupees. Mm. Uh, in comparison, if you see uh, prices of others like... Uh, sunflower oil, say. Yeah, say like for instance, the landed cost of uh, uh, soybean uh, has gained more than 60% mm. uh, or even uh, sunflower oil. They've all gained somewhere, somewhere above 40%. It's, it, the rise is between 40 to 72 percent. Uh, if you compare that with what castor oil is getting, then farmers will be lured more to other crops. That is one of the reasons uh, why we expect farmers not to go in for castor oil this year.
given india is such a big market uh, big producer of caster there's a lot of research in india happen through the i care network or the scientific uh, in the in the uh, government scientific community is is it a subject of uh, research see the solvent extractors association of india is very much involved in research and it is one of the reasons which, which is the apex body of uh, which is the which is which is actually the apex body of all the oil seed crushers oil seed crushers uh, it has been uh, uh, you know at the helm of trying to help almost all the oil seed growers as far as uh, as regards castor oil we have had a record yield this year we will have a record yield of uh, over 2000 tons a hectare so that will actually uh, help uh, farmers and uh, besides that they have been espousing the cause of oil seed farmers with the government uh, that is one of the reasons for listeners and readers who may not be uh, well acquainted with with the plant itself Could you describe uh, to me how how a castor uh, plant looks like? You know, for for people who may want to identify. Uh, uh, see, the leaves of the castor will be like your palm. Okay. And uh, if you if you break the stalk, you can find a sort of maple shaped five yeah five part yeah five parts. Yeah. And then if you break it, you will find the liquid sort of a little sticky. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the the castor itself uh, will be like a you know. Uh, how would I say like the like fruit a triangle? Is, uh, like fruit will be it like looks spiky. It looks spiky and spiky and uh, triangular shape. Mm-hmm. So it, usually you can find it in the fences in the villages mm-hmm. uh, in, in southern India. Mm-hmm. People uh, use it for fences and uh, it seems to be a very good one because it keeps away the cattle because cattle usually don't approach it mm-hmm. because of the uh, spiky fruits. Uh, because of the leaves, I the, the cattle don't find the leaves okay. relation. So. Okay. Thank you, Amaris, for. An interesting conversation on castor oil. I'll give you a small tip before we wrap up. If you're going for a big feast at night, uh, elders would always advise you to do full justice to the meal on offer. Have a spoon of castor oil in the morning and don't eat anything else. I'm sure you'll do. You'll be able to do full justice to the feast on offer. Thank you very much, and see you soon.